Welcome back to Don't Call It a Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Dan. Ooh, a lot of excitement today. We got the energy today, Luke. I love it. Uh, we are two-thirds of the way through Ancillary Justice. We've stopped at Chapter 18. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into it, let's do let's do a little uh, uh, housekeeping plus a warm-up. The housekeeping is we've got stickers. Mm-hmm. I think I've mentioned it before. Um, if you are a, a, a patron on Patreon in the stickers tier... Check check your check your Patreon. I gotta get I gotta we gotta get these stickers to you guys. We got stickers to, to send out. Tell us where you live, please. We need to send them to you. <laughs> we'll we'll hand them to you in person. Give us course. your home address. <laughs> or an address that you um, can pick them up. That's also fine too. That's also that's also fine. Um but yeah, I, I've got I've got mine on my bike now. Ooh. It's looking pretty cool. Looking pretty cool. On the e-bike? No, that might. Oh. I'm not stickering up my e-bike. I'm stickering up my regular bike, my acoustic bike, as we call it. We do, we do call it that. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Regardless, y'all check the Patreon. Check your messages, please. Yeah. Uh, speaking of other news from the week, Luke, we, you and I, did a little friendly pumpkin competition. We got a, a few That's suggestions right. for pumpkins we could do. Some cool ones. Uh, I went with a little, a little red rising, a little howler wolf mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. Luke, do you want to describe, you want to describe the pumpkin that you did? <laughs> I would love to. I would re- love to. It was good. Um, it was good. Of course. I, I was, I was going for the, uh, stark dire wolf. Mm. Of, yeah, of course. Actually. I did know that. I did know that. Yeah. And it, t- I will say, I think it turned out much better than I was expecting. Yeah, I think it turned out much better than I was expecting for you as well. Oh, thank you. So. Um, that sounds like a compliment. <laughs> Interesting we both went wolves. And this is actually, I think, related to something I want to get us warmed up with. Um, okay. I am very mm, annoyed. This is, <laughs> is going to sound like a hot take. I'm very annoyed by white supremacist iconography. Here's okay. why. <laughs> Let me explain. I mean, sure. Let me explain, Luke. I think... Okay. And going Game of Thrones was good because that's going to be checked before it goes out to the mainstream. So you can... All the Game of Thrones stuff, you know, it's never going to make it out of concept okay. art if it happens to also correspond with some like white supremacist symbol right They're they're gonna change it up so it looks pretty different i did have to do a quick search to make sure that the red rising thing didn't also have some weird overlap with a terrible Mm. white supremacist group it does not okay so i unfortunately i waited until after i carved it to check which was a mistake a big mistake on my part. I love, I love the the picture of this is Dan finishing his pumpkin, being pretty satisfied with it, and then panicking for a few minutes, <laughs> and then going outside and having to smash it in front of people. Be like, yeah, this is actually a protest that I was doing. I meant right. this the whole That's time. Smart. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I bring this up, Luke, this has happened to me before. Have I told you this story? I don't think so. Okay. When I say this has happened to me, I have accidentally been rocking a white supremacist icon for a brief okay. period of time. This actually sounds familiar. I I feel like you may have told me this. I think off pod. Okay. Though. All right. If I've said this on the pod, apologies. You're going to get a repeat of a story because it came up again. I, I am now primed to think of it every time I put some kind of icon outside of my like house or on my backpack or anywhere that I don't know a hundred percent sure is safe. So like uh, this was in probably like 2017 or 2018. I got in a phase where I was putting patches on my backpack. Cause I was like, this would be fun. This is like a neat way to express myself. And around that time I was also very into pink Floyd. Okay. Specifically the wall. Pink Floyd's album, The Wall. Sure. Now, The Wall, the movie, 
that's related to the album has a scene where there is this like fascist organization that is sprung up in like a political party right and they have this symbol that's like two crossed hammers and it's on like a red background and i was like this is very cool i like this one because it's like it's pink floyd they're not advocating for white supremacy or fascism right they're like kind of mocking it this is like a critique of it and at the time i was like very excited to critique white supremacy and fascism still am i should say i still am but back then it was especially prevalent okay front of my mind and so i was like great i like pink floyd this isn't just the like standard you know triangle with the light going through it right this is a little bit cooler in my mind a little bit more of a deep cut it's 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 a i should say that it's more of a deep cut it's not quite cooler but it's more of a deep cut Mm -hmm. okay I put this patch on my bag. I'm feeling cool for like three months. I'm walking around Minneapolis with this cool patch. (laughs) Then one day, for some reason, I was like, I think the odds are low that anyone would do this. (laughs) But just in case, what if somebody saw that movie and were like, yeah, this is a great advertisement for white supremacy. I should actually use this symbol. And Uh so I looked it up. And there is a white supremacist group that was like, cool, Pink Floyd. Great job coming up with a cool symbol for white supremacy. I'm going to use this. And so it turned out I was just rocking a white supremacist single symbol on my backpack for three months. That is, oof, that is tough. Um. They're too stupid. They didn't even understand it was a critique. They're too dumb, Luke. Okay. Okay. L- okay. I haven't seen the movie. Um, Great movie. So I, by I the way. good movie. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Um, that's. I. Okay. For one thing, I'm assuming no one would know. I I think the only people that probably would have known, which is the thing that concerns me most, are other white supremacists. Like, what concerns me most is I was on the train going to school one day and another white supremacist on the train. I say another. A white supremacist on the train. (laughs) God damn. A white supremacist on the train saw my patch and was like, oh, nice. Way to go. Yeah. That's that's not an ideal situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, like, no no one that's not, like, a complete loser is going to recognize it. I don't think I, I hope not. Yes. Now the question is, did we, did like, did you occasionally have someone either being really, really nice to you for no reason or really, really mean to you for seemingly no reason? Ooh. Mm. Mm. I'll say no. There's never no reason. There's never no reason. Uh, right. Hmm. It's not like you got a you got a fist bump from a from a random guy that you walked by. Ooh. Now that you mention it. <laughs> See, I, I was thinking they were all going for high fives. I didn't realize they were doing like a Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Should I not have been hitting the back on that? I think I probably made a mistake here. Okay. Okay. Right, looking back, that was a that was a, that may have been a blunder. I do think so. I do think so. The one thing that I know is it's it's this is not something that comes up for me like very often. I'm I'm rarely like adding some kind of iconography like what's god damn it. Iconography. <laughs> yeah, there you um, go. I just know I'm always avoiding some kind of bird of prey. Oh that's like uh that's like 90% of the time bad, I think. Right. I agree with you, which is why I was concerned about the wolf. Because like also, like any predator animal, you got to really do your homework on. Right. Because it's, it's got potential to be, to be terrible. And frankly, it's only a matter of time, right? You, you mean they're all going to be gone at some point? At some point, it's going to be like, well, I guess, I guess maybe a... Uh, even a shape, fuck. Even a shape. At one, you're gonna be like, nope, can't do that shape anymore. 
Yeah. <sighs> it's they're the worst. Yeah. Kind of terrible. Um for many for many reasons. This being probably the least of it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was my story about uh, a patch that I had to remove from my bag. Okay. Okay. Um I'm glad you I'm glad you shared. I will be more cautious going forward. I am, you know, in the process of of stickering up the bike, so mm. got to be careful with those. Oh, Luke, did sure. we did we check the stickers that we made? Hold on. I feel pretty good about them. Okay, yeah, they're fine. We checked. Don't worry. Don't <laughs> worry, folks. We did check. The stickers are great. The stickers, stickers very cool. the stickers hate Nazis. Absolutely hate right. Nazis. Right. Um <laughs> Okay. Speaking of creeping fascism, should we talk about this book? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Like I said, Ancillary Justice up to chapter 18. Get my notes out. Okay. Luke, I have I have a note here, and I want to I want to pin this at the very beginning of today's discussion because if Luke doesn't bring up this topic at some point, I'm going to tail back around to it and we're going to have to have a serious talk at the end of today's show. So Luke, right. Luke, the pressure's on now. Ooh. Go ahead, go ahead and get us started with whatever you whatever you got in your notes, all right? Just know that <laughs> just know that I'm keeping an eye out for a very specific topic from you. <laughs> oh man, I'm very curious. I have one guess which is in my notes. We'll just, see. Yeah, let's just see if we get there. Let's do it. Let's do it. This is too much tea. Oh, it's perfect. Look, this is exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Thank yes. you. <laughs> it's a ludicrous amount of tea. I was thinking this the whole time. <laughs> the whole time I was like, Luke has got to talk about the tea, the tea situation. <laughs> I think I think for one thing, um, I was a big tea guy at the beginning of our podcast, I think, right? Oh, huge. Yeah. I, I've i transitioned actually to coffee. I've, I, I'm assuming I've talked about that before. Well, you've been making you've been making your like custom coffees occasionally. For that's the books right. that we've been reading. So yeah, we we I've noticed a transition for sure. Um, okay. Yeah, I think you're still the resident expert though, and so I am on curious tea. about your yeah on tea. I'm curious about your take. So it's it's interesting that you think this is too much. Did you hear the measurements? Oh. First of all, okay, okay, we get how much tea that they that they buy in grams, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, Good metric units. We appreciate that. That's right. Our 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 main character goes into and on this on the really cold planet. Mm-hmm. Um goes in and buys some tea and it's like upwards of like 300 grams. Okay? Okay. Do you know how light tea is? <laughs> okay, I actually hadn't thought about <laughs> For this. For dried that much. leaves. I hadn't thought about this that much. Mm. Okay. Damn. So I I okay I'm no I don't want to say this is too much tea because I don't know I don't know the time period that they're purchasing for. Um, mm-hmm. There is also later when they're um, on the ship and like one of the assistants gives them tea because they're worried about them being rude before and they say like yes. half a kilo. Yes. Which is also a whole lot of tea. Mm-hmm. It's like that's a pound of tea. That's over a pound of tea. Oh boy, how this has got to last a long time, right? Unless they're like it's absolutely got, chugging this stuff. They could be. They could be chugging it. They are drinking out of bowls, mm-hmm. which typically, in my experience, bigger than mugs. Interesting. Well, I wonder, Luke, if this is related to the fact that everything is tea. Have you noticed that everything they consume is tea? What do you? Okay. What do you mean by everything? Because there's one food thing that we haven't discussed yet, which is weird. Okay, that's where I want to start. Uh, you tell about us the bread? how they make breakfast. Here's how they make breakfast: they take a bowl of water, they put a hunk of bread in it, and then they eat that. Yeah. So that's this, tea. That's tea. This is one where I don't understand if like it's a mistranslation issue, mm-hmm. not not in terms of like the actual author's intent, mm-hmm. but like, is that genuinely like it, is what I'm thinking of bread in my normal life being put into a bowl of water. Yeah. yeah. 
You're saying you're saying did they mistranslate Reese's puffs as bread? Right, cuz I feel like this could be this could be I I feel like this is I forget where I was. I think when we went on our on our this is going to be really weirdly specific. We went Dan and I went on a trip to New Zealand with a class a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um Sweet as. That's right. One thing that I noticed is I got a thing of cereal, what I thought was cereal. And it was like a big ass biscuit. A whole biscuit <laughs> that you put into a bowl of milk, and like I think I think you were supposed to break it up or something. Yeah, yeah. And this sounds very familiar. Hmm. Could be. Could be. I was just. I felt like I got mushy from all the description. I think they say it got mushy. I think so too. So I think it is. I think they wait like a long time. They do wait a while for it to, for it to really mush up. Okay. Maybe the maybe the dentistry isn't very good here. Dentistry could okay. so they mush it. They make it nice and mushy, so that the teeth they don't have to worry about their teeth that much. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good. That's maybe a good. Should I be drinking more smoothies? Well, no, maybe? Luke. I think. I mean, I think your teeth are fine, but Thank perhaps you. the. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> perhaps when they put all these implants in. They go right in the teeth. Oh, okay. The teeth are the natural way to go. Right. If you're going to add some kind of implants, you just teeth. Is you know, already okay. think about it. They're hard already, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter if you put like a piece of plastic there. Um you can show them off easy, good for showing right. off. Um excellent data data transmission. Mm-hmm. Your teeth. Everybody, that's what everybody knows about teeth um show your power they're powerful i think <laughs> you've got powerful teeth that's right okay yeah and sure. we already have a history of of blinged out teeth in our world so the trajectory is there this, this is okay this is a good point i also appreciate that this is our second book series in a row where we've gone deep on on teeth fashion oh shit you're right no not in a row not in a row just recently. Okay, we did Murderbot. Okay. Um, I, hold on. But we need to circle back a little bit, though. We've gotten we've okay. gotten a little bit away from the thing I was saying earlier about how everything is tea. Right. Right. Uh, do you remember what they were serving people after the annexation? I mean, I remember them calling it tea, but they said specifically that it was like very different from the tea that they're used to. Okay. Right? Sure. Yes. Yes. It was still tea. They called it tea. Uh-huh. And the food people got when they were annexed, pickled vegetables. That's just tea, guys. <laughs> You've just let something sit in water for a long. You've let it steep. Okay. It's just reverse tea, right? Where instead of the vegetable giving its nutrients to the liquid, the liquid has given its fun flavor to the vegetable. But it's I'm going to say it's still tea. Okay, this is interesting, actually, now. Um, ooh. Let me hit you with another one, Luke. Porridge. They're eating a lot of porridge. It's just tea, baby. Everything's tea. Okay. What did they eat? What did they eat at the, like, cool, hip, sing jazz place? before? Well, actually, it was before they went to the jazz place for the song. When they were on Nilt. It was like okay. a stew. They had a beef stew. You know what? I'm going to say just- that's basically tea. That's tea. I do agree. Um, man. So your comment about this being, there being a lot of tea, I think is apt. There has been so much tea in this book. There's been a lot. Now I'm actually worried about my critique because it's maybe the tea isn't actually like dried leaves now. And maybe mm-hmm. for like, maybe they're just calling coffee beans. Tea. <laughs> right. Which 300 grams, very reasonable. Hmm. I see. Okay. See, this is thousands of years in the future, Luke. We don't know how tea mm. has evolved, or the word tea That's right. has evolved. Okay. Especially because Sivarden doesn't even recognize what they're talking about a thousand years later. Right. Right. They're like, "Would you like some right. tea?" Sivarden's like, "What are they saying? What are those beans? I see they've got beans. <laughs> what are those?" Right. Um. It looks very. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
I, you know, I think you're right. Everything's tea. It's very confusing. It is. It is for us. For them, I think it makes total sense. Where it's just like, well, but if you're like going to, if you're like, if someone, this is our helmet. This is our back to our old hummus issue, right? If someone says, "Would you like some tea?" We don't have a similar like. It, what, what am I saying yes to? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I mean, this is an issue. This is an issue that they address. Where it's like, yeah, tea here isn't the same as tea other places, but. When in Rome, right? Slurp it, I guess. <laughs> I am. I am glad that you knew me well enough to have to to know that I would have a tea note. I'm so excited I, that we started this way. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's see where to go next. I have a big topic area that I want to spend a lot of today's episode on, but I don't want to like. I don't want to get into that right away. If you've got some other little stuff, like if you got if you got one more little note, we should do that. And then I want to get into the meat and potatoes of this of this tea, of the tea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Here's 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 a little note. Mm-hmm. Um. So they, or one ask has one unit that dies, right? Yes. And they have to add back a new one. Mm-hmm. And when they do this, first of all horrifying terrible the way that it's done so bad um secondly one esk is like oh this body freaking sucks <laughs> she's like their wonder, voice is so bad i wonder if the medic gave it to me on purpose <laughs> incredibly rude incredibly rude you're right yeah because there's got to be there's got to be i'm assuming some some amount of that consciousness still within the body oh i think so yeah and just like hearing (laughs) the 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 being that has now controlled your body just roasting it that's not fun for me especially if you're in there and you're like i am a world-class magician you fool right who cares if i could sing i can make you think you're an elephant right right not everybody can sing people have other talents okay Please appreciate what I've spent my life's work doing, which is which is magic. Sleight of hand and hypnosis. I can juggle. Did you even try juggling with me? You didn't. Mm. You didn't even try juggling. You would have realized it was so easy. It was mm-hmm. so easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. This made me lose a little bit of respect for One Esk, if we're being honest. Okay. Because she. I think that's fair. One Esk experiences this like traumatic reconnecting where and they seem to know that the other body is still in there a little bit because there's like this weird hookup period where like right oh sorry a little hiccup there i had to suppress the other person's mind that's in this body don't worry about try it. to tell me about magic <laughs> <laughs> try to make this coin disappear it's crazy um and yeah they their first thing is just Oh, their voice is bad. No, come on. Have a little bit more sympathy here. Be like, right. wow, they, they, see, they seem to enjoy the gym. <laughs> They'd never skip leg day. Thank you. Pretty good. Pretty good. This is going to come in handy. And I'm kicking doors down. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so very, very, very rude. Let's try to be, Let's try to be nice to our victims that we've taken over their bodies yeah their will yeah at least a little nice um speaking of an ancillary or i'm gonna say an ancillary adjacent luke i want to play out a scene with you and here's where i want to start getting into the meat of potatoes of what i want to spend a good amount talking about this episode let's just play out let's just play out a little scene here okay let's imagine we're two lieutenants on a ship somewhere in the ratch empire okay Mm-hmm. All right, I come up to you. We're having tea time. The senior, the senior lieutenant hasn't showed up yet, so we're just chatting. We're just chit chatting, and I get real close and I say, "Hey, uh, Lieutenant Luke, did you hear, perchance, that our three thousand year old emperor, who invented a religion and has separate consciousnesses throughout the galaxy, connected by an unknown means, might?" be a little crazy have you heard that i heard a rumor floating around that they might be a little crazy 
Okay. Okay. I haven't heard that, actually. Oh. No. Had you had you ever even considered it as a possibility that this 3,000-year-old person might not be the most mentally stable? You know, I have. It seems it seems likely, sure. Hmm. Um especially because uh I heard another rumor. Oh. That they just ordered Lieutenant On to murder 80 people for very little reason. Oh, you know what? I hadn't thought about the fact that they're extremely bloodthirsty. Hmm. (laughs) That they seem to not value human life at all. Whoa. At all. Really at all. Hmm. You know, now that you say that, the pieces are starting to come together. I think this might be more than a rumor. (laughs) Okay. And, and scene. How have we not considered before? Ancillary, so one esque, actually, I guess one var realizes. Mm-hmm. Hold on a minute, <laughs> something's wrong with the emperor. <laughs> no shit, something's wrong with the emperor. <laughs> right, like what tipped okay. you off? Aside, from, sure, I get, it. I get that for the a long time they seem like one entity. Okay, but like, it seemed like one Var was very surprised that something was wrong, that there was like a split in the Emperor. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I could have, I wouldn't be that surprised at this point. In, okay, okay. In a like, empire that is, I, I, I don't know if it like spans, it spans several like, Tons and tons of solar systems. Yeah. I don't know if we're at galaxies or not, but mm-hmm. um, and there's an emperor who has thousands of bodies. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it seems prudent to be like, "Are you actually the emperor?" <laughs> oh, you're right. Hold on. Is there like an ID check? <clears throat> well, and they're like, or is ju- it, a, or is it vibes? It's like. Mm. Only the emperor has this much swag. Only the emperor would order me to kill 86 people for no reason. This has got to be her. Right. Got to be. I feel like it's got to be vibes, right? I feel like it's literally got to be vibes because the technology is there to create genetic clones of a person. The emperor is everywhere. Like the emperor's genetic material is literally all over the galaxy. So like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'll make a clone and raise it up to... Help me win the lottery or whatever. Or just, like, do whatever I want. How are they going to know this isn't a real one? I'm also curious how the, like, accesses work, right? Is it, like, a passcode? Or is it some kind of... It's a passcode for sure. I think it's got to be a... Or, like, a data chip. Okay. They've got a two-factor authentication. They pull out their little phone and they're like, oh, the number is 5113. Well, Well, then that's... That's... Okay, that's tough to to fake i'm assuming then yeah but you can do it you can do it i think i agree you try hard enough you can do it yeah you're right though the mm. who's the okay hang on hang on okay let's take this another step because here's the thing um the the emperor who we even setting aside the there's the possibility of somebody impersonating the emperor Mm -hmm. the emperor thinks let's say that there are at least two of them yes therefore if i choose to impersonate the emperor and i am confronted by the emperor there's a very real possibility that i could convince the emperor that i am the emperor as well this is a this is a clone situation this is a which one of us is the clone situation where you're right. like, no, I'm not the clone. You're the clone. <laughs> In fact, I am the emperor. You're not the emperor. I am the emperor. Right. And I mean, fair enough. I say fair enough. It gets wild real quick. This is such a good point. And it's also it's also so funny in this scene where she's like, the emperor is talking about this other, this like split that's happened. 
And the emperor is like, yeah, there's this other part that broke off from me a while ago and they're doing some crazy shit. So I got to go back and fix this. And I'm like, ah, you could be the one that broke off. Actually. (laughs) How do you know that the other one broke off from you? Maybe you're the weird one. Right. Yeah. Um, I I also love how they come up with this conspiracy of like an alien interference. They're like, the only way this could have happened is if the aliens messed with me in some way. Yeah. Um, you just need therapy. Just go to therapy, please. Just go. Yeah, seriously. Stop blaming aliens, okay? Just please go to therapy. I don't... Okay. So I don't get how this actually... How the emperor works generally. Like, are they aware of all of their bodies? Hmm. I also do not know. Um, I assume so. But it's, I mean, I assume it's similar to ancillary justice. Right. I, I, I agree. Or justice but, of Torin, I mean. But I don't know how that works with if there's like a split. I also don't know. Like, can they? <laughs> okay. I think this is an important this is an important thing to di- to dig into a little bit. You're right. Because if there's a split, does the emperor just meet another one of the emperor one day and be like, oh, wait, hold on. I, I don't think you're a part of this. I don't, I can't see through your eyes. I don't think you're one of us. Well, also like there are like palaces and places that the emperor makes big judgments and that kind of thing yes and like maybe the the i'm gonna call them the shadow emperor Ooh, okay the like the the second one because that sounds i like that um maybe they're like super subtle and they're not and they're and they're just being like little doing little tiny things right maybe it's like one or two little emperor bodies going around doing things oh that's the only way i can see this working because if it's like an even split real emperor has got to be like okay now that i think about it i haven't been to half of my palaces in a few years (laughs) that i can remember Uh uh-huh oh this is a good point here's what i think and my kind of conception of this did you ever see the show mr robot uh, I know which I think I saw like a couple episodes. It's like the hacker group, right? Yeah, it's like the hacker guy. So in Mr. Robot, the main character has like a split personality disorder. Okay. To where he just doesn't realize the stuff that his other personality has been doing. Like he's unaware of it. And it's in the same okay. body. He just kind of like blacks out for that time. I think that's what happens with the emperor. Okay. I think the emperor just has like split personality disorder and there's a period of time where one emperor is in charge and the other one is like in dormant or hibernating or whatever and then they like swap Mm. back in okay and maybe they give them like false memories or something yeah yeah i'm gonna say yeah they would have to give them false memories um now it becomes an issue when they're like wait did i was i advocating for reform why was i advocating for reform (laughs) see that's the one where i'm like did you not I don't I don't this seems like an obvious like difference. I'm, I'm sure there was a point where they realized what was happening but couldn't do anything about it. Right. Um because yeah, they can't they can't express this. They can't be like, "Hey everybody, I know I was pro reform a second ago. I have a problem with my brain right now, so let's just ignore <laughs> what I said." It's not going to work, unfortunately, for them right that gives like okay that gives the the let's let's call it now the progressive uh emperor i feel like a lot of power right because the progressive emperor wants to change a bunch of stuff it does and like if that's me i'm just announcing things (laughs) hey guys quick announcement i just wanted to say uh medicare for all uh we're gonna do we're gonna do universal basic income and we're not doing war anymore. Okay, all right. Uh, hope you guys heard that. We'll broadcast that out. Make sure everybody hears this message. Yeah. And we'll see you later. Everybody's, Bye. Everybody start working on the deets now. Report like, back. 
This is my most important new policy direction. Thank you. Right. Um, there's a, yeah okay. Point is, there's a lot of there's a lot of logistical questions I have about how this is working. Yeah. And the ultimate goals of either emperor. I also want to say that I feel like the emperor's pure brute strength and the fact that there is they're essentially unkillable is like the only thing that's keeping them in power anymore because i want to target two key aspects of how this emperor like how how like they have some authority but it doesn't really seem impactful the first so lieutenant oh who's the lieutenant that lieutenant on talks to on the planet who we just got reintroduced to again i think it's like it's like scott i think it's skayette or something skayette okay like that so they're talking with lieutenant on at one point and they're talking about the philosophy of like the emperor and the religion where they're like mm-hmm. yeah but when you when you conquer a place you kind of keep the power structure there because our god's whole deal is like they created the order of things and so if somebody's on top they should be there and so we should keep that we should kind of preserve that a little bit okay which is why his explanation for like the fact that lieutenant on was dealing with the lower city was like potentially problematic and it like kind of shook things up a little bit even among the like ratch empire like even among the normal folks in the ratch empire this philosophy does not work with your fucking colonialist bullshit because your philosophy is like, hey, God made everything the way it is, so let's just kind of keep it that way. Meanwhile, we're taking over your we're your planet or whatever. Okay. Like, they're already shaking things up. They're already being like, hey, actually, we're in charge now. Um, so. Right, because the, the, the other, like, I, I don't know if it's like a theological reason for the annexations necessarily Uh but it's they're like civilizing the these planets right yes that's the like cultural explanation for why they're doing it right and theological so okay um so i i i feel like you could maybe make it work where you're like okay we need to like you know convert them to whatever our our main thing is but I don't know. I don't love it. <laughs> exactly. I feel like it's so hard to justify your like, uh, let the world be as it is philosophy. Like God made everything and the order of everything. And so how it is is good. And also we're going to come destroy you with a bunch of weird naked soldiers. <laughs> right. Like, you if you take that philosophy to the extreme you are a monk out in the middle of nowhere enjoying nature you're like out there experiencing the wonder of god's creation you're not destroying people and conquering their planets right where okay where i think this gets interesting is part of what i interpreted the emperor's like expansion goal i don't know if this is Mm -hmm. actually like like truthful or or just something that they were saying but as basically a protection for the very inner um like actual empire area yes yes and they're trying just trying to like expand the um buffer zone which Mm -hmm. like i think it's big enough um (laughs) yeah but there's aliens there's weird aliens out there luke there's weird aliens that seem to be capable of destroying us but don't really want to Um, they're kind of gross i don't want them near us right okay the wild thing to me though is the actual like center of the empire seems to be Mm -hmm. just like a really old neighborhood is how i interpreted it (laughs) (laughs) and like the people that live there are the super old ancient houses that like haven't left Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. It's a country club that's, slash retirement community. That's got to be wild to go in there. Yeah. 
It's got to be. I imagine it's boring as hell. I imagine sure. it's stagnated yeah. so much because nobody leaves and they're just like, hey, you want to play shuffleboard again? No, nobody plays shuffleboard. I feel like we're going to we're going to get to the end of this and it's going to be like frozen in amber or something. Mm. And it's going to be like, oh, the emperor emperor went insane and did the whole protect by destroying move. Ooh. Oh. Could you know what be. I mean? I do know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, at this point, I don't really care if if they freeze mm-hmm. the whole thing in amber. Because it doesn't sound that They've cool. got great accents in there, though. Great accents. Yeah. Nobody can understand a word they're saying. But it sounds fancy. Yeah. I imagine so. Oh, sorry. You wanted me to shoot who? Oh. <laughs> well, when you put it that way. Of course. Uh... Here's the other reason that I think the emperor is bad. So first one, I think their theology is busted. I think their theology wow. doesn't work. Second one, not a great gift giver. Okay. So the emperor gives the flower bearer of this ceremony a pin. Mm. Did you read the details mm-hmm. for what this pin was like? I don't remember it. So this is a this is a like a flower pin it's like multicolored enamel what okay this okay this is like a once in a lifetime gift from the emperor of like multiple galaxies i could go on amazon right now and buy one of these things (laughs) like today i could buy one for like two dollars mm-hmm mm-hmm what are we doing? Give me a cool gift. You're the emperor. Give me rubies or something. I don't know. Okay. I I see your point. And to some extent, I agree with you. Okay. Um, I think that the emperor needs a thing that they give out. Of course. And it's like they're giving the same thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. I do agree that a, like kind of lame generic pin is not the move to be clear it's like a pin that you like pin on your shirt not like a writing pin right yeah yeah yeah. it's a pin for your shirt or like your leather jacket or whatever right um first off check to make sure the symbol (laughs) isn't problematic i mean it is because who it's coming from but well okay sure yeah um what okay luke so then you go though then right okay Luke, the, oh. first off, I feel, like you can, I feel like your thing about just giving like something super valuable doesn't work. Why not? Because it's like, okay, that friggin' weird ass emperor came in and gave me like a bunch of cash, which is no. like, great. I like cash, but that's weird as hell. <laughs> Luke, they're not just giving you a bunch of cash. They're giving you like a piece of jewelry that's very valuable. Okay. okay, here's why. Here's why. Look, 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 look. Okay, this society puts a lot of emphasis on jewelry. We learn in like the first few chapters, every, all the people from the, all the citizens who came to Ors, like accepted a lot of their culture and changed a lot of their practices, but they still kept their jewelry. Like jewelry was still mm. an important part of their fashion culture. Meanwhile, the emperor, the jewelry they're giving out, is this cheap-ass pin. Okay. Give me a piece of cool jewelry. Give me something. It's because the emperor controls the resources of millions of planets. Millions right. might be a lot, but still it's a lot of planets. They're not giving out these pins willy-nilly. Okay. You can afford a cool pin. I, okay, I do. Okay, okay. I think, and this may be just just preference. Uh huh. I I think that the if I'm receiving this gift, I think it's cooler if the value of it is more d- derived from the like symbolism mm-hmm. than the materials. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. So with like you here. So like I don't necessarily want a necklace that's just like a big ass emerald or something okay yeah 
I want like, I want uh, something that's got a nice, a nice little heft to it. And it's a cool symbol. And um, I don't know. That's really it. Okay. I'm, I'm with you then. I'm with you. I do feel like a middle ground is necessary though. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like you don't go because to me, this is barely a step. This is barely a step above like a plastic bookmark or something. I agree. I agree. It's like not enough. Like I get it. It doesn't need to be super extravagant and super expensive, but it, you can splurge a little on this guy. Yeah. Like you don't, it doesn't have to be something you ordered in bulk off of Amazon like a thousand right. years ago and are still kind of working through your pins unless they ordered these before they were the emperor. Oh, hold on. <laughs> they've been trying to get rid of them. Maybe they've been trying to get rid of these for thousands of years. It could be. Um... Here's the only other way I think you could make this work as and still be a cheap pin. Okay. It needs to have yearly updates. Like the pins need to be different from year to year. Ooh. Because then it can be like, oh yeah, this is the this is the ten thousand and five pin. It's like, like a collector's item. Yeah, Luke. Okay. And so then it doesn't matter too much about like the materials and the quality of it if it's like the designs are different. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is a good point. This is a good idea. You don't have to change it every year since you're like 3,000 years old. Maybe like every decade or century. Sure. Yeah. De- well, decade makes sense. Everything seems to be about decades. At least right. you use decades for a lot of stuff here. So, I do. I do like that. I feel like almost just a coin would work, but like Ooh. not a, not a like, you know, coin that actually uh, has a dollar amount attached to it. Right, right. But it's kind of like a favor coin. Hmm. Okay. I mean, mm. tweak it and tweak them every decade a little L- bit. Luke, this emperor has had three thousand years to come up with ideas. We've come up with so many good ones. In the span of 30 seconds. Right. I They're not qualified, folks. Not qualified. I agree. Um, next election. <laughs> Don't forget to vote. I'm voting, for the, I'm voting for the other emperor. Luke, I'm glad you brought up the other emperor here. Because I want to talk about one more thing in regards to the emperor. Okay. I've been trying to think of, if there's going to be a rebellion, how is that going to work? Like, how do you have a rebellion against, I'm going to call them the infinite emperor. Okay. The only thing I could come up with, Luke, make a more infinite emperor. A more infinite. What do do you mean by more infinite? So the current emperor, maybe they have a thousand little guys running around. Okay. We've got one that's got a thousand and one. (laughs) You know? (laughs) All right. And you've got to do it in secret, too. you got to do it in secret where it's like, hold on, did I see that guy yesterday? It's like, no, 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 don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, okay, I will say this just sounds like <laughs> one of the ships. Oh. I mean, yeah, but the ships don't have, I feel like they don't have as, they don't have enough. I don't know. I think that they have tons of them in there. Okay, but the ships are already beholden to the current emperor and shadow emperor. Sure. So I feel like you can't start with the ships. You've got to have uh, some fresh bodies. Yeah, but the thing is, actually, I don't know how hard it would be to break one of the one of the like codes. If you if you like find a way to uh, break the. I don't know. Let's call it the just just like in Murderbot. If you break the governor uh-huh. on one of these ships, I feel like you're ruling the the like the empire at that point. Oh, or like you've got a chance. I should say. I think you definitely have a chance. Yeah, especially because they have at least we should point out they've gotten rid of a lot of ancillaries. I think like current Raj Empire has much fewer ancillaries, if any. And they like transition that way. I think kind of smart because before then ships had like a ton of ancillaries on board and Mm -hmm. they had only, they didn't wake them all up at once. But if a ship had like 
brought all their ancillaries online at once, it seems like a huge fighting force. Right. So you're right. I think you've got an incredible Poe getting a ship on board. Yeah. Um, I would worry, though. I would worry always about that back door that the Emperor has. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, which is why, which is why I think you just need to make a new emperor too. <laughs> Do you have a a way of making? Because I've the the interpretation of I have is just like basically building your own AI that can do the same thing as the ships, almost. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you just get a bunch of bodies and put it in there, and you love, say, love and you, that and you say, hey, don't be bad, okay? <laughs> be the cool one. Can you can you be the cool one, please? And then kill that one. <laughs> kill the other one. And then be the cool one. Thank you. <laughs> I think I think that's right. I think that's the move. That's all I could come up with for how to take on the current emperor. Yeah. Cause in the, okay, this brings me to something that I wanted to point out. Um, which is our our main character's current plan. Which I realize that it's more like they're trying to kill one body of the emperor just as kind of like a, I don't know, like a spite thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to talk about the gun for a moment. <laughs> yes, the very special gun. The very special gun, which is very cool. Because it's like invisible. In that it's like it's like invisible, can't be detected by anything um and can pierce their shields yes i think Mm -hmm. right beyond that that seems to be the like gist of it yes right yes i feel like that's very cool love it Mm -hmm. pretty neat Mm -hmm. however on the like scale of the empire and and the emperor it doesn't seem like that big of a deal Mm. Okay. You're saying because there's like like one gun isn't going to be able to do that much damage. In the grand scheme of things, right. one gun might kill like a ship, right? We saw that Lieutenant Sivarden's ship was destroyed by a few people with guns. But that was several guns, several of these types of guns. <laughs> okay, fair. You're right. We are only dealing with one gun here. Um, right. The destruction of one ship, even with these guns, like isn't going to bring down the empire and one <laughs> gun on its own doesn't seem like it's going to do a lot but i think this sort of gets back to something that i i don't i think you're assuming too little with this gun i think okay. i like as in there's maybe more that it can do than we know of no that's not what i think like i think the gun will literally just kill a few of the emperor okay uh but i think the point is more it's like a public display of how the emperor isn't perfect. This mm. is like putting cracks in the armor of the emperor to inspire like large scale rebellion. Okay. That is what I feel like the point is. And the same thing with the the ship being destroyed, right? Like I think the story of that is important. And the reason the emperor responded in such a serious way of like completely killing a planet was because Mm. it showed the weakness of the emperor. Like it showed that they weren't infallible. Okay. And I think that is why they're going to try and like kill one, not because they think it's going to kill, they're going to be able to kill a bunch of the emperor and do a lot of damage themselves, but like inspiring a larger movement is I think the point. Sure. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah. It just takes a good guy with a gun, like a really special big gun. Oh, we always say it. Mm-hmm. We've said it a lot recently, I think. I know. I think in the exact same context. <laughs> Luke, we have been on, was it Nilt, the planet? Mm-hmm. We've been on Nilt for a little while. And at the end, we learn we learn information about Nilt's Disneyland. Or maybe okay. maybe Grand Canyon is a better analogy. Well, they have, I think they have a lot of these, but I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, they have a lot, but it's the same kind of deal where it's like a big, huge glass bridge. 
goes over a big canyon and at the bottom there's these like tubes there's these little tubes mm-hmm. poking up luke everybody's trying to figure out what these are for <laughs> we gotta come up with some answers here i actually have this exact note um what are these what are these things for what's this whole <laughs> what's this whole setup doing down here so okay first let me ask you do you have do you have a theory already i've got a few i've got a few theories okay okay theory one big organ Ooh. big organ and you get right in the way of the pipes you know because you're on those you'd be standing on the glass bridges like as the audience as the audience on the glass bridge and the pipes okay. are straight blasting you straight up all right it's very intense mm-hmm. all right luke your turn that's a good one i think that this is a like a contest like a race kind of thing and you're jumping off like you're, you're you're jumping off the bridge into these tubes as a as a start to a race. Do you oh. know what I mean? Like when you go luging. Yeah. For example. So wait, are you saying that they used to come all the way up to the bridge or people would just or aliens? No, no, no. I think you're jumping I think you're jumping down. It's a long way to go. It's a long way to go. Um it could also be like a diving contest. Oh. Oh, maybe they had water in them. Hold on. I do like this. Maybe in the summertime. In the summertime right. film they're with all, water. They're all painted different colors. Or not all, but like, you know, some are worth more than others. Ooh. I like this a lot. Um, here's an idea. A shitty, but very safe Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. Okay. So you are up on the bridge. Give me some more deets on how this works. You're up on the bridge. They give you a pair of binoculars and they're like, hey, look way down there in that little tube. You see that tube right there? You got a velociraptor down there. (laughs) Pretty cool. (laughs) All right. Um... (laughs) We've got them way down there. They're not going to get you. Don't worry. They're not going to get you. We're safe up here. They're very safe. It's an interesting choice to go extreme safety on that part of it but also not put handrails on the bridge well i mean the dinosaurs have to eat somehow right okay this is a good point. if you fall off the bridge it's kind of on you at that point that is that is like we did as much really as we could you. there are dinosaurs down there you just need to not fall off the bridge <laughs> i like it i like it keep it on your kids for once please mm-hmm. for once gosh i okay I think, ugh, how is this going to work, actually? I I was going to say the tubes are like, I was going to say this whole thing is like a big bathtub. Okay. Oh, are these where the jets? Where the tubes are like a jacuzzi. But I don't, but I don't know where the bridge comes into play. Mm-hmm. Well, the bridge, the bridge comes into play because, so obviously the creatures that built this are much bigger. Very big. Yes. Right. Had to be very big bridge comes into play it gives you like a way of getting out i think a little handhold a little handhold yeah and i do like this because i feel like the tubes maybe at some point connected with the core of the planet i was honestly thinking something related to like getting some heat getting some heat pumping Mm. out and so yeah you throw Mm -hmm. those in a jacuzzi you got the bubblers you got the bubbler action yeah Ooh. Some gi- a giant jacuzzi. I do like this. Mm. I think that's my go-to. Actually, I think that's my favorite the jacuzzi option. The giant jacuzzi yeah. option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think that we need. I th- I think that the the handhold works for now, but I think that there's probably a better. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, I know what it is. Okay. okay, hang on. It's a big jacuzzi, as in like multi-person yes yes and you just hang the shower curtain oh a little privacy screen hanging off of the the glass bridge they do have little dangly oh wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute luke so there used to be a lot more of the dangly bits hanging off the bridge right i think so glass bead curtain there used to be way more dangly bits and it formed a little Mm -hmm. barrier so you couldn't even Mm -hmm. see through it Mm -hmm. that's what it is I think that's right. <sighs> pretty nice. Pretty cool. We're pretty into it. Um, 
too bad all the giants died in the big climate change issue that they had well they should have done so much geoengineering for just a jacuzzi it's kind of on them yeah seems seems a little irresponsible they'll be back they'll be back though can't wait maybe this is the aliens hold on are these Could be the pre the presser yeah presser are these whatever uh, these are big bad aliens who seem to be interested in a treaty of some kind i think so yeah it makes sense all right luke we're finally coming to it we're gonna see this gun in action mm-hmm. i personally can't wait same we're locked and loaded we'll see you next week with more hot takes and still dumb nerds okay.